0: Hello, everybody. How's it going? I'd like to thank Dan Lampton, best known for fronting Rationale and Real Friends for coming on this episode. Yeah, it was so nice to talk to him. Uh, The conversation just kind of jumped straight in. We discuss a variety of topics from the Welsh language to pop punk to touring to COVID to venues in Chicago, everything in between. Hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you very much for showing all your support to the podcast. Take care, support Dan, support Rationale and support music. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, because
1: Arizona's got that bullshit. Well, I mean, I think daylight savings is just bullshit in general and contributes a lot to seasonal depression, but that's besides the point. Um, So so Veep had that right. Um, But um, no, yeah, because, yeah, there's like, you know, we got Eastern, Central, Mountain, uh, West Coast, or like Pacific, you know, and all that shit. Yeah, it's confusing.
0: But you know, yeah, because it's the same country, man. I guess like here in Europe, like it's all right because we're like thirty countries, so you can kind of be justified when it's when it's like one country, like America. You're like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well,
1: think about Canada and then think about South America as well. Even <laughs> yeah, you know, like you know, because even in South America, the countries are bigger, and they, the, you know, in South America, that I feel like they they almost act like kind of like states almost. I mean, same with Europe if you think about it. Like, yeah. You know, that's why the United States is just a fucking mess because it's all a bunch of fucking countries <laughs> your size trying to figure everything out together, and it's a clusterfuck. And it's, it's just... Uh it very clearly doesn't always work the way that they thought it would.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It's like there's this big like, 30-person Christmas meal and no one's really kind of getting along, do you know what I mean?
1: Exactly, and we didn't want any of your shit, so we threw it back into the ocean so maybe it would make its way over there. That's basic. Did they teach you about the tea party in school?
0: Not like that concept of it. No, no, go on. Go on, though.
1: No, do you know about the tea party, though?
0: Tell me, mate. Dan, tell me.
1: No, I, I need to know if you know though. I don't know. Oh, okay, you don't. Well, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to. I need to give you here. here hold on. Yeah, cool. Hold on. on, hold on. I'm. I'm going to do it from Wikipedia. Uh, so so that I make sure I give you uh, incredibly 100. percent I know this is factual information. Everybody knows how reliable. Oh no, history.com. Okay, we'll do that. That's uh, not- so it happened on yeah. December 16th, 1773. Right in Boston Harbor. A group of Massachusetts colonists, disguised as Mohawk uh, Native Americans boarded three British. Damn it. Now they're giving me an advertisement saying to sign up for their email list. Fuck. Um, (laughs) So they they board three British tea ships and dump 342 chests of tea from the uh, East India Trading Company into the harbor. Uh it's just, you know, some rebellion and they, they wanted to blame the natives, uh, our, our Aboriginal people on it. Yeah. Or, yeah, like they wanted to blame them for sorry, not for it, not on it. Sorry. Um I have to realize I'm speaking to people from the United Kingdom who speak proper English. So I must uh, I must match your caliber.
0: It's alright, mate. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> oh man, I <laughs> did that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They didn't teach you that? No, nah, no, no. Teacher told me this in history at school. <laughs> no way. Yeah. See, exactly. Like it's it's all about how. Sorry. Two
1: seconds. Yeah. Drinking coffee because I need to be. Uh, I need to be keen. I need to be alert for the interview. Um, no worries. But uh, it's it's just interesting what our teachers teach us yeah. and what they choose to share about certain things because then there's even stuff in uh even between the northern states and the southern states where we had the civil war in the you know 1800s, 1800s yeah late 1800s or later 1800s and uh like you know there are people in the south that do not believe that that war was started because of slavery
0: why don't people in the sub why not it register in their head that, that that you know that's the cause of something do you know what i mean
1: that's uh it's, it's pride you know, they don't want to think that they came from people that did that. You know, I have family from the, that, that have or not like they, they are not from the South personally, but I have my dad's side of the family, uh, like has a lot of roots in like Kentucky and Missouri and stuff. Um, you know, my dad, I mean, born and raised here in Chicago and stuff, but, uh, and then my mom came from Columbia. So it's just two very different sides of the coin for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, what a mix! The stuff you notice, things things that you're not even asked for, asking for that I'm just handing you here.
0: Nice, you're nice to have like a really like kind of informal chat with people online. I really enjoy it, man. Some people are very. That's what I want.
1: Yeah, that's what I want.
0: Yeah, that's what I want, man. That's that's why that's what makes these things cool, man. Because some people are so like I use the word corporate about it. You know, they take it so seriously. You know what I mean? No,
1: and some people that's their that's their vibe, and I can't knock their vibe. You know, because it's like. To an extent, then I, if I were to do an interview like that, I agree to be there, you know? So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a give and take. Everybody's got their vibe. And, uh, you know, so we've, we're, we're talking about uh, misinformation here. Right now, at least, and then we'll figure out another vibe to talk about.
0: Yeah, that's it, man. I feel like it's bouncing well, though, mate. Enjoying the chat so far. Oh, Thanks for jumping on yeah. with me as well, man. I do appreciate your time. No
1: problem.
0: Man. Yeah, man. So how's like, your lockdown been? Have you started, been in Chicago the whole time? Because I know the state has been... Yes. Like, uh, yeah. State by state, it's been fluctuating a little bit. And we see it on the news here and everything. But how has your life kind of been in the past you know, 12 months or so, man?
1: good i mean like right before uh, i did a tiny bit of traveling like right before the lockdown um or not like like because that sounds bad uh because that sounds irresponsible why i I, it, I wouldn't say it was in january like last year oh that's for
0: that's fine yeah that's, like, yeah, that's not responsible at all man that's just that's just normal at the time you know
1: yeah but having had it and stuff um, or having mm. had a positive test, like it's just like it just seems. like I just can't help but have like survivor's guilt, you know? Yeah. Um. I would have, I, either,
0: I would I know I would have that as well. <laughs> like definitely.
1: Yeah, but I mean, and I know in the grand scheme, of it, like this is all hyperbole for the most part. But to an extent, it still rings true. But uh, I w- I went with uh, my girlfriend to visit her brother and his girlfriend in uh, New Orleans. So we had gone there, and we were you know weak there just chilling, hanging, in and then two months later uh i go see speak low and then uh, the world falls Park.
0: oh was that the so last show you then? then? was that the last show
1: you went to yeah that i i, I went to a couple shows around then I, I believe i saw have mercy around that time too um I want to say maybe hot Mulligan was in the mix somewhere in there. It's just all such a blur because time doesn't matter or hasn't mattered the last year. Cause nobody can remember when anything happened. Wow. Yeah. The last show that I was at was, um, I saw speak low. Yeah. At speak beat low. kitchen here in Chicago. Yeah
0: yeah that's sick man i saw speak low i think the first time i ever came to england or oh, i say he i don't really know you know and it's like a, oh a- yeah well because
1: sometimes ryan ryan travels with the band and sometimes it's just ryan solo you know because we toured with speak low and it was just ryan you know because he came with us to uh japan and played like acoustic uh you know supporting the tour and it was just like fuck. yes i love and then ryan like had been there a, a million fucking times before and like showed us so many cool things you know yeah
0: that's so sick man like doubling up as like a little tour guide that's cool
1: oh yeah 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 no ryan ryan was uh my savior on that trip not even like the trip the, the tour was not a bad time like whatsoever i don't think um it's just more so like i don't know what i would have done there if he wasn't there like at least figuring out like my way around because like eventually like now i i have like a uh, an international plan uh or or eventually i did i think i canceled it because like i'm not going international anymore but yeah. um i didn't have an international plan at the time so ryan had like all of this stuff set up where he's like i know where we can get internet where we can get wi-fi how we can get around and stuff and it's just like and then then really it's i think it's instead of saving the trip i think it was more so he made sure that i got the most out of being in japan because who fucking knows the next time i'm i I haven't going. been back since so it's like Mm. you know like i feel like i did get like as much as i possibly could out of that tour you know because of ryan because of mizuki because of akira because of ice grills because of real things you know
0: yeah yeah that's cool man it's it's strange sometimes i think this man like when you think of like a hypothetical, like different route, a path, or a little, little few pages of your life could have taken if, like, you know, this person wasn't there, or something, some like spontaneous thing didn't
1: happen. It's like the oh, your, dog, I think about that all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah, like your your current reflection would be the complete opposite, man, because you might be like, yeah, we played shows in Japan and it was sick, but like, I was like, fuck, I didn't, I, oh, I didn't see anything. Do you know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, it was something where like uh, that trip was. Like, it was unfucking fucking real man. Um, yeah. It was like th- there was one night where I had been hanging out with Ryan and then Brian. With a B, very confusing. Uh, if I don't enunciate properly, yeah, especially with your <laughs> accent there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mate. Exactly, and and being over a phone as well. I'm not on my computer right now. We went out drinking one night, and we were out pretty late because it's like jet lag, you know. Like, mm, yeah. um, And we, we were we were we weren't there long enough to really like 100 like acclimate. I think towards the end we'd gotten used to it, but then it's like, no, fuck you, off to Australia now um, or Hawaii. It was one of those two. That's why that trip was so sick because it's like Australia. Australia, hawaii and japan like are you yeah. kidding me um but uh mm. so uh where was i with japan i lost my train of thought completely. you were saying
0: you were out on the piss one night getting and it was you were like, in like oh gym, yeah we, we were out,
1: out, out on the piss we were out on a piss causing a muck with all of or running muck with all of our mates bro yeah. um and uh so it was the three of us, and we went to this random like dive bar. Um, I want to say it was in Shin- Shinjuku or Shibuya. It was one of the neighborhoods or boroughs that started with an S, uh, like SH. Um, and you know, we ended up meeting these like Italian game developers. I couldn't tell you who they worked for. It was something it was like I think that specifically dealt with like Italian markets, which is why I hadn't heard of them. Yeah. Um,
0: what that's crazy man
1: (laughs) and then like we yeah we hung out till like four in the morning the bartenders gave us like a random pair of dress shoes that they found um and then uh the next morning hung over uh as all hell like probably one of the worst fucking hangovers i've ever dealt with i got fed like two different little five hour energy shot size things of like a uh, a turmeric blend um and then uh while we were walking around i was recovering we ran into the square enix building uh that just like the architecture and like the geometry of it is fucking wild and like i'm like hung over staring at the floor and then like i look up i see like the logo on this huge like just board outside of the building and i'm like oh my god like sobered up real quick there it was yeah. awesome
0: yeah yeah that's so sick man yeah fucking hell what a time. Yeah, man. Jesus Christ. It was um I see because I see loads of bands kind of take that touring path now and they go over to like I call it like the right side of the world. You know, if there's like a like a flat earth, you know what I mean? Not like a globe, like a map flat on a table. And it's like that little right strip. People do that like Japan, Australia, and then they go to Hawaii, maybe Southeast Asia, man. It's cool how it all links up.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's just well, cause it's just like, sometimes it's like make the most out of what's out there. Like if somebody hits us, like if somebody hits you up to go, like do some shows in Southeast Asia and it's like, well, we, we need to go to that part of the world anyways. Then it's like, all right, well, let's get the international agent together and then, like, like, like with us. And then, like, well, let's see, like, oh, well, maybe we hit, it. you know, it's like, oh, they want us to go to Indonesia. Well, why don't we do Australia while we're out there? Since we're out in Australia, let's see what Japan's looking like, you know, and yeah. stuff, or, or like, or even like Hawaii on the way back. We've gotten to do that twice on the way back from Australia. It was, it was fucking sick. Yeah. You know? What? Yeah. Go on, mate. Sorry. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just like kind of repeating myself a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's cool, man. <laughs> I'll do that as well, man. No worries. It's like Hawaii, like it's like it's really strange to me because I, I, I see it from like um like flyers on the internet essentially that people playing I don't know what what's the venue? Is it Brian's or something in Hawaii? Is
1: Hawaiian it- Brian's. There's there's that one that's for like the smaller crowd, and then uh there's another one called Republic. And actually hmm. the coolest fucking thing about the first time we went there, uh Yeah. So if I remember correctly, it was Japan, then Australia, then Hawaii. And when we got, we got to Hawaii on a Tuesday, our show wasn't till Friday. Okay. Um, and then uh, after that, the rest of the dudes were leaving on the Sunday after the show. I was leaving the Saturday because then I went to go film a music video with Mayday Parade in L.A. on the way home. Oh. Uh, so then that whole trip was just a whole, like, just, Oh my God. Like i there's all these things, all these things. And then like, when I, the first people I see when I come back to the States is like everybody in Mayday parade, like, let's go. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, yeah. but, um, but then like to make the Hawaii trip that much sweeter. Um, we, uh, we got there on the Tuesday and that night taking back Sunday was playing. So our manager reached out to Jillian, uh, oh, new manages sick. taking back Sunday and knows her pretty well and it's like oh like the dudes are just in town like is it cool if they come like well would you be able like set them up to come to the show and they're like yes 100 like let's fucking go come hang out blah 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 like yeah and it was it was fucking sick and then one of the bands that was opening that night uh was also playing our show so i met their bass player and a couple a couple of them outside uh their bass player david and then david was just like yo so you're here like pretty early like I don't really have too much going on this week. I'll show you around and stuff. I'll take you to some cool spots. Like we can like I can take you to some bars too if you want. Like if are you free tonight and shit? And it was just like immediately like yes. Like just like hanging out, chilling. Like the locals are now accepting me as one of their own. I am <laughs> yeah. on my like on my way up to just, just be like be a D list celebrity in Hawaii. Move over there, like, you know, just like on the track, the fast track. <laughs> yeah um but no but, <laughs> yeah. but it was just like it was like, like that that. trip just couldn't have been fucking better just ev- everything about it like that was one of I think the best like stretches of touring that I've ever
0: done yeah man that sounds fucking amazing mate to be honest with you that sounds like incredible just like back to back good times literally
1: yeah yeah you know just because uh, first off like in, in Australia I haven't been able to give Australia some love in this equation but like Australia is always like I feel like the dream like you know like that is like a western audience where it's like if you can reach that yeah. like let's fucking go you know because it's like yeah. um because i feel like it's like just japan and australia in in general are like the ones that i feel like are the most attainable but then like or, or out of like the markets outside of like you know europe or canada or something for american bands you know
0: yeah that's not like really out the way definitely like you know other side of the world yeah. literally
1: yeah because you know to fly to heathrow from o'hare it's like seven eight hours or something you know like it's not the worst fucking thing it's you know it's just like a nine to five shift if you think about it yeah exactly um, yeah, that's what um, I you know, you just think don't get about- a smoke yeah. break
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I've been at work for uh, eight hours before, so I can sit on a plane. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah,
1: that. it's you know, it's when you have to, you know, from O'Hare, then you know, we'd have to go to either uh, San Francisco SFO or LAX, and then from there go to either Japan or Australia or uh, you know Hawaii, and then it's all—it's never like a direct flight there, which is fine because it kind of breaks everything up a little bit nicely, mm-hmm. but uh, like. You know, it is definitely way more of a uh, hassle to get out there because I mean, I think from Australia to Japan alone was ten hours. Um, I don't think I don't think the flight from Japan to Hawaii or from Australia. Yeah, I think from because I want to say Japan was the last part of that. Yeah. Before Hawaii, and then I don't think the the flight to Hawaii wasn't that bad, but it's just all a blur. You know, I just know that those three instances happened together, but it's like Mm -hmm. it's all just like like that's like you know, you can fucking stab me and burn my house down. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Like what else do I have to do? <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> yeah. What's next on the list? Yeah, man. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. Western bands. Yeah. I used to live in Australia, man. I used to live in Brisbane. Um, oh, Brisbane's Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice city. It's hot though, man. So warm. Uh, I've done mushrooms in Brisbane. Oh, that's cool! I never. did. Or
1: was it Melbourne?
0: In Brisbane? In Brisbane? Yeah, not not in. Yeah, uh, one of the two. I,
1: I'm saying I'm I'm. It was one of the Melbourne or Brisbane, like one of the bins. You know. Yeah. yeah. But either, either way, I don't want to glorify drug use on a, on an interview, so let's just uh, breeze past that.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. Because what Western bands, especially like US bands, very specifically, like they did well in Australia, man. Like I remember seeing Turnstile play. That was probably the last show I went to when I was there. And like eight hundred people came. That's and I was like, oh, that's yeah. so sick. Yeah, yeah. And this was like mad. Like people were showing up, man. Like I remember Turnover playing. Like six hundred people were there um yeah yeah, those, yeah th- um, get really good turnouts to be honest with you like really good yeah it was so in i got, so got
1: this yeah i got to see turnstile a couple times uh last time real friends did slam dunk they played also and it was just like you know it's like what you're saying like you and that's like a festival too and they played like more of a like their stage was enclosed in like a tent and then it's just like so you can't like necessarily see like who is all around that stage that would be coming in. It's just kind of like, you know, cause I, I would imagine that that tent helps to keep some of the sound in there as well to like yeah. keep from leaking to other stages, thankfully. But then it's just like, you know, and I'm sitting there like watching them and then there's just people continue like, like there, they, it does not stop filling up with people like the entire time. Like this band is just something that everybody's like, I like, it doesn't even matter if like I listen to this band in my free time, I have to fucking see them live at least once in my life like that's just and that's just the general consensus they're like everybody that likes them tells me even if you don't see them live and and then just like then just live the rest of your life you know
0: yeah yeah that's that's so true man turns on yeah they became like a very watchable band like that a very like you know festival circuit like and yeah 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 i feel like they could play like they're very versatile in like the bills they could be playing now whether like they 100 percent yeah, like uh, they could play a pop punk show, definitely, and they could probably play up with like a beat down band, to be honest. And it I've probably- seen
1: them do it. I've i I've, I've uh, done a fest with with Turnstile, like a like it was twenty fourteen. Which one? Um, so it was Southeast Beast. It took place in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, our buddy Rory put it on that that uh, books a lot of shows just in like Orlando, Tampa, Jacksonville, Florida, and I think. Yeah, I yeah. Think mostly Upper Florida, but it, I I, I, I uh, would be remiss to say that I feel like I've seen him do stuff in South Florida. But I, I, neither here nor there. Uh, shout yeah. out Rory. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, we played we played Southeast Beast, and we were on tour with uh, the Wonder Years, Modern Baseball, Fireworks, and Citizen. Oh, was that um, was that the was
0: that the, like, was that the Greatest Generation like, release
1: tour? Yes, yeah. and we played, and we played that fest on that tour with, and also Story So Far played, and then when you see fucking Parker, Parker wilding out during Turnstile set, like I'm talking, like nobody was having as good of a time as Parker during that set, yeah, and like the- th- there was th- there was unmatched fucking energy, like no one, like it's like sorry Wonder Years, I know y'all were headlining the event, but it's like Turnstile stole the sh- show from everybody even the story so far and the story so far is one of the tightest bands in the existence of pop punk so it's like yeah you know like um they just everything like just 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 the the moment was just raw like just it was like disposable energy like i I, in in the most positive way i don't i don't know like it's like and i say disposable in the sense where it's like People have been saving up for this moment, just being like, yeah. like like just hyping themselves up like it is now or never. If like like you know, like it's just like I could you know, this band like like as if like this band could be gone tomorrow. You yeah, know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like every yeah, man, because I last time I saw Turnstile, I think it was like three years ago, Outbreak Fest, if you heard of that here in England. It's like a hardcore fest. I have. Yeah, they, they headlined it. And um, I remember they played. It, it, the room's about 2,000, 2, the cap. Um, and it was like everybody in that room was so like immersed in what was happening. And that, this is like For a sure. deb- And this is like, you know, title fight fans. And there was like, you know, proper like mosh fucking crowd kill people there as well. And like everybody's like mindset was on the same wavelength. And there was people who had come up to Leeds. From all around England, man, and people don't fucking travel for shows here, so that says it all. Do you know what I mean? And it's like everybody yeah. was just like captivated by it. And it it was it was it was really cool to see a room with this one kind of goal just to stand there or move around to this for an hour. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. How's it? How's it not? Be, how's it been like? Not really touring then since you kind of stepped away from real friends, man. Like,
1: it doesn't matter what I think because nobody's touring.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at, at the minute, yeah. But like, kind of like pre-pandemic, yeah. or you know, like, is there, you know, because people are still kind of like hoping to kind of hop back on it when this uh, comes down this year. And oh like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: You know, like how how has it been for you, man? Kind of doing, doing that kind of transition over the past like. You know, year or two, man, and then like kind yeah, of adopting this new mindset towards kind of like promoting music and being involved with it.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I'm very lucky to be in a position where I have um, a job uh, with a nonprofit that gets me a little bit of extra cash. I have uh, nice savings and stuff that's keeping me afloat. You know, it's just. Everybody's dipping into their savings. Uh, I am in that boat as well, you know um, and it's just it, it, I think that everybody's in kind of like an acceptance phase of the quarantine and yeah. stuff where like you know and in some cases that is for the better in some cases that is for the worse. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people who are who have been able to assimilate uh, healthier and cleaner habits into their routines and schedules and just their everyday life where other people have kind of gotten to the point where like, Oh, if I get it, I get it. Um, yeah. So I think if I'm frustrated about anything, it's more so about people who aren't taking it seriously because it's just like, you know, some, some of those people are also talking about how they want to see shows come back. And, uh, you know, it's like, well then, wear a fucking mask and don't hang out somewhere you don't need to be hanging out at, you know, like it, it's just, that's putting it, uh, plain and simple. You know, there's uh there is somebody who will remain unnamed that if people want to do their due due diligence, do their Google searching, they will find out who this person is, but there is, and I'm not necessarily disapproving of them because of the religious nature of what they do but essentially there is somebody who is going around and having concerts in like parks and more open quote unquote open areas of cities and metropolitan areas throughout the u.s uh to spread the good word so cool like i feel that but also not being safe and trying to Uh, especially during the time when, when the black lives matters protests last year were, were ramping up a lot and a lot and a lot every, and I've been to a bunch of those protests. Everybody was safe. Everybody was masked up at these events. It was people crammed close together where it's like, you know, you kind of have to play where's Waldo with who's wearing a mask and stuff. And they're cramped up just like you'd be at a concert, raising their hands everywhere. They're sweating, they're working, they're getting their aerobics in and shit. Like they are perspirating. They are breathing. Uh, their air other people's air and exhalations um and this dude essentially having super spreader events and then trying to either label them as protests or or or, um some sort of demonstration uh, so that they can find loopholes to have these events happen or they just say fuck it and ask forgiveness not permission So I personally think that that is a terrible representation of religion in our country because I know plenty of people who have religious affiliations who are incredible people who are literally doing their interpretation of God's work, you know? So it's like, I got to respect that, but then also criticize the people who are giving them a bad name, you know? Because those people, I love those people that I know that, you know, I think those are some of the most caring individuals that i know that are the ones that have religious affiliations or beliefs you know like and it's just like i i hate to see when there are other people who might be like i feel like this dude is taking advantage of people who want to share with others in their faith you know and he is someone who is just blatantly profiting off of just all of the terrible things that people have been doing to find the loopholes and make things happen just for their benefit and their glory and their splendor and their spoils, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's just, it's just a shame to see, you know, cause then you see stuff like that and it's like, cause me personally, I don't need to fucking tour when everything comes back right away. I don't want to fucking tour. Uh, I think that there are so many other artists that need to hit the road before I do. I'm good. I can figure something out. I already have been um, in the process of, and I can support myself right now. I'm, I'm grateful to be in that position. It, and it's just like, namely, I think we got to get knuckle puck and home safe. Like they're included in that as well. Just like getting them out on the road, getting them some fucking money to be able to support themselves, you know? Cause then if knuckle puck and home safe to the ground, what is rationale? You know, if they can't support themselves. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. You know, so it's like I I, I want to hang out at shows too. That's that's the thing. I I don't necessarily want to play shows right now. I want to hang out at shows. Like let let's start there for me. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's the same for me, man. I, I just I just miss being in that environment, man. That was so, was so it's such a normal thing for me to do. It's really weird when that's taken away, and it, you don't really know it until
1: it's gone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because I I've read articles about how Ticketmaster is investing in. Ways to check vaccination records or check test records and stuff like have something integrated in an app that allows people like like you know allows yeah. concerts to happen in what within whatever like restrictions that a, a local or state government or federal government would place just you know overall.
0: Right. Okay, man. That's interesting because. What's kind of the deal over there? Because I've seen some stuff online that certain states are going to allow venues to open properly, like later this year. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But
1: like that, there that are people that, in Texas doing that shit now? What the <laughs> fuck? What <laughs> like Texas know? is like, like, like you need do your DD. I still need to do mine. I was listening to some NPR in the car the other day. And I've, they've already said that Texas is like a hotspot destination for larger artists and all the local governments are left uh, with the shit show that is, well, now we have to impose local restrictions to keep people safe that people are going to say we're being assholes for imposing, you know? Mm. So then the governor is automatically defaulting any blame to local governments now. I think it's Texas, Mississippi, and Florida. Yeah. But I, I could be wrong. Do your DD, do your research. If I'm wrong, tweet me and tell me uh, that I should <laughs> do a little more reading and listening. No, but yeah, but I'm, I'm saying that if I am wrong about any of that, you let me know and I am okay being wrong. So, mate, that is fucking crazy that that's happening in that country, man. What the fuck? That's like, yeah. I mean, what? I think it's like, yeah, be excited. Like, figure out ways to make this happen, but it's just like, don't put people, because it's just like, they're putting a lot of stress onto the businesses onto the consumers on like, and they're just like, no, you figure this out. Other countries are getting like upwards of like 1400 to two grand, you know, plus. And, and, you know, I, I would need to, again, look at numbers and more recent numbers, but like people have been getting support in other countries monthly. Like we've gotten two sets of checks. <laughs> mm that yeah. like hardly equate to one check in a lot of those countries that they've gotten every month
0: yeah man like <laughs> yeah like the government so. yeah like in terms of the government paying people to not work here it was like everybody was getting 80 percent of their salary or like weekly monthly income and then uh, yeah 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 that was it man when it was like full shutdown the government were like we're gonna pay you 80 percent of what you earn and you don't have to go to work but you don't have to leave the house yeah basically yeah which is you know it's just I'll,
1: yeah yeah you know it, and i i you know and i feel like I've, I've been more responsible about talking politics publicly you know um but it's just like unfortunately it's something that's relevant to our conversation and just how like everybody is fucking up and because everybody's fucking up like these are like like none of my friends can do their fucking jobs so like how do you expect me to be okay with how people are? Some people are handling this when, like, you know, it, I, you know, if my friends don't have to work extra jobs outside of the band that should be able to support them, then motherfuck, like, what are you? What are they doing? Yeah, you know, like, I want to do all. I want to do all this shit too. I don't. I. I left my park like before like last week like three or four times like besides like running across the street for cigarettes real quick like because my car was fucked up and i just ate shit and stayed in my apartment and didn't see people in person and like it's just like and then and even before that i was doing that even longer without having a virus tell me to do that so it's just like yeah you know like i can suck it up and like just literally like be okay with like mine and my friend's like potential lives and livelihoods being like thrown away when like nothing changes about your life or not, not your life in particular, but the the person in question's life. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like, and and you're not doing anything to make sure that like that shit can even happen. So I can support myself in the first place. It's like, motherfucker, like your weekend is my job. Like, so if you want your fucking weekend, make sure I have my fucking job. Yeah. like it's as simple as that Mm. like you know this is an investment in having future weekends just in general this is like for some people life or fucking death dog you know
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely so it's
1: like you know i don't want to play a show and people fucking i I get an email saying hey tours canceled because people fucking died at your show like you got to get tested you
0: know yeah fuck yeah that's fucking oh yeah it's awful yeah imagine exactly
1: imagine that
0: that's like just you saying that as like an example hypothetically is like man yeah terrible shit like imagine that being you know an actual event in your life yeah it's it's true that when when you see like human behavior like so so near, that's like you know not so selfish and like you know just just kind of like adding to the problem how do do you expect people to be calm when you can literally see it right in front of your eyes like the problem
1: Yeah. yeah yeah that's why it's like there are some people that like cherry pick when and where to say something about these things when it's like motherfucker no you should be pissed off all the time like it seems like you take like five minutes like out of like every six months to be like visibly upset about something like you have to be this bastion of like mindfulness and like zen and calm and shit when it's like no it's okay to be upset about things it's okay to let people know what you fucking care about yeah like but it's just like but there's a fine line between like advocacy and then just like just force feeding
0: yeah for for, for real man yeah exactly it's like you know I, this isn't like a positive time so it's like pretty normal to feel like an emotion that isn't that positive <laughs> you know and that that yeah be, yeah that shouldn't be like downplayed you know what i mean like keep your chin up man at least you got a head of at least you got a like a roof above your head and all
1: that it's like yeah but everything's like it's down. like no motherfucker but i don't have a fucking job yeah yeah exactly man like it's you perfect. know like like oh i have a job but some of my friends it's just like they they have to get jobs they have to find jobs like they have to find all of these other ways. And I love that. It's just a, 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 testament to their creativity to be able to survive in this time. If they continue doing more public facing creative stuff, you know, like streaming, like I, uh, you know, more long format stuff like YouTube or something like, like still creating and getting things out to people. Excuse me. Also nice little burp there. I'm proud of myself, but um, you know it's like I want to see them have to resort to those kinds of things like Twitch like YouTube like live streaming and stuff then having to like go and work at a mall that nobody should be shopping at in the first place
0: yeah I'm, you know I'm sure yeah. <laughs> I agree that there was there was a member of government uh, in England and he made an announcement because when people were asking is there going to be support for the arts and musicians and you know that whole world and he was like oh well there's real jobs out there you people should go and get like a real job and i was just like fuck you bro this is such like an insult to people's yeah. creativity and their like artistic output of how they feel they should like be creative and so just just yeah. a complete smack in the kneecap to that whole industry and even from the fans perspective and it was like such a shit thing to hear a member of the government saying it just fucking sums them
1: up completely it, it really makes you just want to cut their fucking salary sometimes. Say, hey, yeah. why don't you eat shit for a little bit and see how it feels? Yeah,
0: exactly, man. It's like the people running the show have never eaten shit, never fucking, you know...
1: Now I lived. would like to say that there are people that have eaten shit. And at least I can say in U.S. government, like we got AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I will fucking scream her name from the rooftops unless she does something like incredibly fucked up like you know politics anything can happen it's anybody's game unfortunately but yeah there like, it is. Just, in America it is yeah for sure man yeah I mean but uh, so so I can at least have that hope thankfully and I would hope that there are people within uh, England's government and, and stuff that have eaten shit as well uh, hopefully uh, multiple meals a day so uh, you know they've got a little bit of the aftertaste still that informs some decisions
0: yeah i would like to think so man i mean yeah I, I, i'm not really about our government to be honest but it's this is what you mean it's like how can you relate to the people on the ground where you've never fucking been there you know how can you have yeah you, it, how can you understand when you don't even take a minute to put yourself in someone else's shoes
1: yeah and it's just like unfortunately whether you agree with the elected officials or not you just have to sit back and hope they prove you wrong and do a good job it's just like, did I like that Donald Trump got elected? Fuck no. Did I hope that he would do a good job, though? Uh, yeah, I don't want to fucking like like I don't I, I, I didn't want anything that he did to happen, you know, that it eventually did happen. But it's just like you, it, it, you know, whether or not you you agree with all the just fucked up things he says, it's like you still there's a, still a piece of you that hopes that like he proves you wrong just for the sake of people that you like know and love you know
0: yeah that's so true because it's like he's there so it's like we do you know you you gotta put a little bit of money on a good outcome even if even if the bottom of your heart is like not gonna happen you you might as well put yeah a little bit of faith in the the beam of light coming through do you know what i mean? oh
1: yeah but then obviously that was taken and just completely rubbed in like shit you know (laughs) that's just the reality of it so then it's like okay like i know now next time uh ye of little faith bring even less like (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes yeah, that's what i think about our government it's like they don't believe in me so why the fuck should i ever believe in them you know
1: yeah i think joe biden put a little too much on his plate for the first hundred days <laughs> i think people should be getting uh more checks and less drone strikes but that's just me
0: yeah man i'm there with you but you know that's for another day <laughs> you know yeah
1: exactly let's talk about not politics
0: yeah let's talk about music man um so it's like with, with rationale. Um, this was a band that was formed in like what 2014? Am I right? Around
1: that uh, yeah, yeah, like end of 2013, early 2014.
0: Yeah, so that was when real Fre- you were. That was when you were still in Real Friends, and that was like you know your thing. Oh yeah. How so? Yeah. When, when did because obviously you stepped back from Real Friends and everything? When was it that rationale kind of like made the crossover? and became like your main musical output and your, how you wanted to be involved with, you know, art and
1: yeah. Quarantine it gave all of us the time to kind of be like, Oh shit. Like we can actually do something and like mm. spend a little bit more time on it. Cause what the fuck else do we have going on? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I've been streaming and, and stuff and I've been working with hope for the day. Um, and, yeah. and it's all great, you know, but I, you know, I have a lot of free time. Now I think everybody, no matter how busy they are, have more f- more uh, time that they don't necessarily know what to do with. We'll we'll say we'll say, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so it's just like you know we can kind of afford to not hit full send, but uh, compared to how we used to handle everything, yes, this is full send. You know
0: what's your, what's your kind of plan for like discography with this? Because obviously you put out a single recently and like EPs in the past because. And like, how do you reflect on the Real Friends discography, and how do you think your reflection on that will translate into how you put music out with Rationale?
1: Um, well, my experiences with the music industry, de facto, uh, reflect directly uh, what Rationale writes a lot of stuff about. Right. Because okay. uh, I feel like originally, and still so, I feel um, the band is built upon the foundation of meta commentary. Um, yeah. Where it's just kind of like shining a light on not the prettiest things like, Oh, you think this is all glitz and glamor? Well, guess what motherfucker? It's not the prettiest picture when you really look at it. Yeah. So, but then it's just kind of like, well, why are you still doing it? And it's like, well, I like doing it a hundred percent and it's awesome. But like, you have to realize that every fucking job, no matter how awesome it is, still has things that fucking suck about it sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah. For sure, man. So it's just like, it's just the reality of it. Not everything is sugar and candy canes and gumdrop roses and like little peppermint butt plugs, you know? Like it's not like that. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah exactly it's like it's not all it's not how like it's not how you know when you kind of listen to music as a teenager and you're like oh man these people must have such a sick life but you have absolutely no idea till it happens you know yeah I mean? you, you see it first it's like
1: what yeah when when it's safe for the bluetooth butt plugs to have essential oils in them like then i will think that it, society has truly advanced to uh a level of transcendence you know, like that, that's when I will have faith in humankind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, when, when that door opens, you'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, then I will think like, okay, hopefully maybe we've figured out a couple other more important things by that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, you'd like to think so. Someone else brought up a few other talking points, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see like what, you know. Yeah, how it goes. but I,
1: either way, it's it's just, I it, it, to get back to the original point, the band is just more so built on just commenting. It, it's just like monkey see, monkey do, monkey talk. Yeah. You know, that's just the extra, the extra step I've added in there.
0: That's cool, yeah. man, because like, how is... You know, you mentioned like, the, the lyrical contents obviously changed, but like, you know, Real Friends, you know, it was, was like, it was very personal, man. It was very raw. It was very honest. Um, like, so how, how did you kind of transition from that into kind of like exposing maybe like a bigger picture?
1: I was yeah. always writing about the same shit in both bands. Yeah. It was just a different set of people that were helping me out yeah okay I mean, at least at least from my own perspective, I know that Kyle covered a couple couple different topics there and has more ground covered lyrically with the band. but um at least with me, I think it was always just meta commentary about how I am perceiving something that I never thought imaginable. and it was just always like more so what it was doing to me to constantly hyper focus on every single thing that I didn't like and how I needed to correct it. You know, it's just too much. It's too fucking much. The laundry list is too fucking long. I cannot correct all of these things.
0: No, no, it's impossible, man. Does it, was it, was it, I don't know. Cause when you were younger, did you think it was possible to correct them? And then did you ever come to like a
1: turning point as you got older and matured? Well, you can correct it. I think just not as quick as you'd like to think. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know, I think more so it was an impatience of mine that led me to a lot of just really questionable decisions. Hopefully not some offensive, but like not irredeemable if that makes sense. You know, it's just a learning process and I am hopefully someone now who is open to being wrong and okay with being wrong, you know, and to say like, Oh, I fucked up something here. Like, let me course correct. And hopefully I will prove to you that I can, that I am capable of course correct.
0: Yeah. It's also like proving it to yourself as well, though, man, do you think?
1: Oh, hundred percent. No. Yeah. I, I, that is, that is the, I would say the biggest part of it that would have gone unsaid had you not mentioned anything, but you know, it, cause it's enough about me even, you know, like, yeah. Uh, but, but it's even meta commentary on the meta commentary. So I'm here for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking hell. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean, man. It's like, Cause do, do you feel like as I, I, I don't know how much of a listener you are of current stuff, but do you feel like new music as is like as exciting and especially innovative is like the key word yeah. right here as give when me, you, as when
1: you have life updates.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. But like, do, yes. do, you, do, you, feel, do you feel it's as, as, like engaging as when, you know, you were, you know, but when, when you were kind of discovering like circus of five, the starting line,
1: I think that sometimes it matters what I do. It's, it's, I'm trying to articulate, uh, think of how to say it, but it's, it's on both sides. Cause I think that I, I, I want to say this is a city in color quote. If I'm misquoting it, like, you know, fuck me, I'm never going to win. Who cares? Um, but I think that an artist, when I take a, an artist like city in color, I think that this quote was made like earlier in the career, but still when the discography was a little still, still pretty meaty, you know, had, had a lot to offer. Um, But it's just more so about the thing where uh, not everybody's going to agree about every step on the journey as it's happening, you know, and it's something where I agree with that a hundred percent. Cause it's like, there are even records of his, and I I love, I love every city and color record, you know, and, and obviously there's going to be favorites and there's going to be not so favorites, but I think that's an artist that I can say that even the albums that aren't as good as the best albums are still a, just incredibly high caliber of quality, mm. you know, just across the board. Songwriting, performance, production, you know, everything. Mm. Um and it, and then it's stuff where like even stuff that I don't appreciate as much then, I can go back to like now and be like, oh shit, like this song's hitting a little different. This song's hitting a little, little different. I was I was DMing earlier with uh, my buddy Chuck that plays in the band Keep Flying. We were talking about City and Color because I posted a uh song on on my instagram story and then um we were talking about that record and i was like fuck you chuck like you got me listening to this record again (laughs) and stuff so i was listening to it literally up until we did this interview yeah and it's stuff where like there's still plenty to fucking be excited about it's just like i have to find when to be excited about it and and it's just like it's a time and place and it's just but but in the sense of just like shit lining up you know, because it's yeah. like if something doesn't necessarily speak to me right now, that doesn't mean it's not going to speak to me tomorrow or in a week or in a month or a year or, how, excuse me, however long, you know.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure, man. I think you're absolutely right because it's like, you know, it might take one record to get, to, get you you get into something, but it's like that initial barrier and that impact on you, your ears has to be made before, you know, taking all these other steps. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes. I think a good example of it that doesn't have anything to do with music, it gets me talking about video games. I fucking love video games. But a good example of it, I think, is my favorite video game ever, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, which TLDR, this game was created uh, very shortly uh, after uh, Ocarina of Time. They used the same engine, but beefed up a lot of things, etc., etc., etc. The game is a fucking masterpiece and was reinventing Zelda like, you know, 15, 16, however fucking many years before Breath of the Wild even got a chance to. And it was something that was not appreciated at the time. And I remember being like 10 years old when that game came out and getting so much shit because I liked it more than Majora's Mask. Why? Look who's laughing now, motherfuckers. Cause that game got re-released on 3DS and everybody fucking gets it now. You know? Yeah, like they, yeah you they know, and it's it like 20 years later and Nintendo is probably making even more money off of this game than they did when it first came out yeah. And then that might be hyperbole and incorrect but you would think that they're still they're still cashing in on that game
0: so they should so they should you know it, it, yeah the game deserves it man for, for sure yeah for sure thank you thank you thank yeah. you
1: that's what I've wanted to hear the last 20 years of my life thank you
0: <laughs> oh mate, you're fucking welcome. You're fucking welcome, man. Don't worry.
1: Mark, I man, needed that validation, so my life is now complete. I can now do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. Within exactly. reason. Within reason. And <laughs> yeah. limitations and boundaries <laughs> yeah. of other people around me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there are a couple caveats. <laughs> yeah,
0: one or two. One or two. And and
1: cool. the law. And the law.
0: Yeah, exactly, man. It's like <laughs> yeah, when people say that, they're like, Yeah, I can do whatever I want, it's like, nah, you can't, man. <laughs> like you know.
1: No, no. Life allowing. Life allowing. Yeah, yeah. Which is a very broad uh, umbrella that should be cast over statements like that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you definitely have to. Sh- yeah, you have to get that little umbrella up. It's a very important thing to leave the house with.
1: Yeah, sure. that asterisk, that disclaimer, that hey, uh, warning label.
0: <laughs> oh my, yeah, for sure. You need to get that magnifying glass on the small print, but it's there. It's there. You know, you still can still do it. Still have a sick time. Yeah, sure. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, I think this with bands sometimes, it's like when people short, like there's obviously, because there's going to be a band who makes an impact and does something new, but they, prob- they probably took it from a maybe a band or two before then that nobody gave a shit about and probably, mm-hmm. and might not till after that band got, got massive, do you know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, it's like, oh where did this, kind of, kind of you know, you know Mike chem's a big example, but like they were obviously listening to stuff like The Get Up Kids and like Thursday and everything like that. It's like a guarantee. Oh like, Yeah. A late, a later generation would have maybe got into like full collapse or something to write home about from being into three cheers when they were like fifteen. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think yeah yeah. yeah, 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 for sure, man. Because it's like, so I don't know, man. It's like, what, what do you think it takes to kind of be, be that kind of staple input when something happens? It's like, what does it take to? To kind of break the mold, especially these days, when so much stuff has happened in the past,
1: it's not up to anybody but the consumer, but the fan, but the listener, but the supporter, whatever name you want to slap on it. Yeah. Um, it is about the time and place. It's about how it's delivered. It's about when it gets to somebody. What? Where are they at in their lives? Like, there's there's so many variables where you know they just chalk it up to luck. And that's the only tangible explanation. Yeah. You know, they say, they say that it's luck, but like in this sense, there is like some sort of really fucked up. How can anybody figure this out type of equation that goes (laughs) into it? You know, and it's, it's, it's less numbers and more of a social science than anything. If you really try to boil it down sometimes, like, yeah uh you know because numbers are very obviously involved people in in the music industry fucking love money don't get me wrong um yeah but it's It's just like you know i uh, it's a machine and machines oil this is just a machine that oils itself it's sentient it's ai the ai revolution has already happened it's just a collective it's a hive mind okay yeah yeah, i don't want to also sound paranoid so please i want to let people know i'm on antipsychotics and medication so please yeah i'm already i'm talking to my psychiatrist on monday we're good we're good (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: nice good to hear it man it's like what you know so you're on about like time and place and maybe it's like a machine just functioning with no engine in a way but it's like yeah. what what why do you think real friends took off then why do you think people connected with that and that whole kind of I've called it like the pop punk revival we will like when stuff like, when you got time kind of, and place yeah you yeah because it was, I, I think it was and it was an exciting time personally but um like why yeah what what was it about the time and place what was happening because you were there you were i
1: do. I just don't th- you know we didn't have like like that was once that was as social media was truly exploding yeah that' a big so, point like with it, yeah, there was just less noise, and I just think that like w- you know, we put in time to like save up money from our shitty jobs to like go and record with a friend that knew more of what they were doing than past bands did when we gave friends that chance and stuff and mm-hmm. um you know i and i you know because i'm trying to find to straddle the line between like cocky and confident right now because it's just i think that there were things that we did right there were also things that people didn't agree with that we did for some reason i don't think that we were i don't think that we necessarily ever had bad ethics um you know no way but yeah. either way people people talked about like business practices because we wanted to make sure that Like, because this was like the last shot for any music that we were going to do. It's like, it's like this band doesn't work. I'm going back to four year university and I'm getting that either psychology degree, lit degree, or some sort of uh, computer science degree that I don't even know if I can get, you know? And, um, like, I think it was just that we put stock into it knowing that it was the last effort that we would be able to give at this being any sort of anything. You know, so it's but but we also didn't expect that because I've I've been in bands where everybody else in the band fucking expected that. Like, you know, yeah. it's just like, oh, we'll do this because what if just the, the out of the three people that are there, one of them is this person and it's blah blah blah. And it's just like I'm not fucking leaving it up to chance because uh chance is a rapper that worked uh for everything that he fucking got. So I will leave it up to myself. Chance left it up to chance because chance has incredible self-confidence i would hope and is a great artist (laughs) you know Uh, yeah 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 so it's just uh like it's it's not chance it's luck (laughs) that's it all the variables point to that being just it you know Mm. like i can't I can't point to one particular thing because it was a series of events where if I tried explaining it to you, it'd be too convoluted. I don't know if I can give you that clear of, a, of the story besides the cliff notes, you know?
0: Yeah. Because to me though, it was like, although it was like you talking about your life essentially, but it, cause it wasn't like, It's like relatable in like a non-direct sense. Do you know what I mean? Because the lyrics are very personal. But I think, do you think people connected with it because it was so, it was so real, man. Like from the uh, even from like what you were saying to the artwork to the production, it was just so like this could be fucking anyone in suburbia, you know.
1: I mean, yeah, because you know, uh, I think everyone that dragged you here was took on a fucking iPhone that cover. If I remember correctly. (laughs) Um, I mean, and I could be wrong. Please, Rachel, don't sue me. But um, <laughs> you know, it's just like <laughs> funny. It, I think. I think the charm, though, with the band that I think, especially towards the end, that I wanted to impart was that like anybody can fucking do this. If somebody that that is at some points out of their mind as much as I am, and out of their own psyche. At, at certain points, whether it's within or out of my control, like I think it's definitely po- possible, especially if you're just, you know, uh, from a genetic standpoint, more mentally stable than I am. Like, you know, it's just the what the human brain can fucking accomplish, whether or not it is bestowed whatever you want to refer to it as, like. Mm it's just like, it's no matter what it is, it's, it, it starts out as a fucking, uh, piece of Play-Doh and you can make it either something like really crazy, like some weird Greek marble structure with, with some dude hanging dong or just anybody hanging dong. Let's go like, you know, yeah. yeah. or just booty. Let's make it about booty, booty, gender neutral. Yeah. Just a nice on, You know, like <laughs>
0: yeah, just guess.
1: like you can make it like that. And then like, or it can just be like another, like, you know, it's just, I don't want people to just be another person, you know, like it's, I don't even want to like complete any sort of analogy or metaphor. I I would have tried to make there. It's just like, I want, you know, it's like, I think an important thing right now in quarantine is giving back. Um, sure. Yeah. I think it's about indulging fans. I think it's about, yeah. Like, cause I think, I think that quarantine has produced a lot of side hustles and a lot of aspirations and a lot of things that people have been wanting to do, but it's like, when, when am I going to fucking find the time to be able to ever do this? And it's like, yeah. yeah, And I think there have been plenty of people like, cause like real friends is a band for like over 10 years now. So it's just like, there were people that were like 11, 12, 13, when they were listening to us that are now like, Fucking adults out of college, like no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not going to use the F word there. Sorry. Um, They are just they are now adults uh, that that might be out of college with degrees or full time jobs or they they have they have lived life since then. They have experienced so much, where it's just like shit. I got to put some trust in them. Like I got to see if like anything that I was trying to teach them stuck. You know, so it's just more so like now, it's like, well, how good of a teacher was I? You know, am I in retirement now or am I, or is this just act two? You know,
0: I think it's act two, mate, to be honest.
1: I would hope so. I would really, and, I, and not that retirement's a bad thing, civilian life is very appealing for somebody like me you yeah. know yeah. like
0: structure it, routine normality kind of all of, you know oh
1: 100 if i can, if i can walk the line i'm gonna fucking do it and i feel like i've been able to yeah. but like if i have to bow out it's not out of defeat i don't feel like that's that way at all because i think it it's something where like i want i would like to occupy myself in retirement so it's just like yeah you know like that's rationale rationale is my retirement Mm. it's just kind of like you know and even if i'm not able to start another band or do something full-time with music it's like i'm i'm hopefully still going to be doing shit with joe and ryan for a while you know assuming one of us doesn't like horrendously fuck something up or you know god forbid something happens to one of us like you know it's like i would hope that we're in it for the long haul just to fucking do it you know i don't give a fuck if i've got a beer belly at 40 10 years from now and like i'm not that great at guitar you know like i would still hopefully at least like to get together we play some covers or something i don't fucking know
0: yeah Yeah, exactly man just doing it yeah it's just continuing it because because it's fun man music's what we all enjoy at the end of the day and it's like obviously you took it to a deep level and it hits people hard but it's like you know the ultimate the ultimate kind of you know Starting processes because you you enjoy it. You know what I mean. It's like, what? Why did you start? What inspired you to start singing and start writing and start being creative as a performer rather than just a listener? When did this kind of be something you
1: wanted to do? Then I think the Beatles. The Beatles, really? Okay, man. Yeah, the Beatles wrote this song about an octopus once. Um, Now it's just that was the first artist. I was exposed to like my dad and my mom in turn, like, you know, loved that band, my dad's favorite fucking band. Like, you know, for Christmas recently, uh I within the last I, I want to say it was Christmas twenty nineteen, he gave me his whole fucking box set of all the records and stuff like special collection and shit. So like I've got like every Beatles record just on like a nice like just regular black record and I've just fucking got them and stuff like yeah. It was just something where like even though it's like um uh Cis passing white men. I think, though, at the seat of it, you know, if you look into the interviews, like they weren't, that wasn't all they were. I think that they wanted to be good examples. They wanted to be not bastions of their community, but bastions of society, you know, and I think that there's a lot of conflicting things about each of them individually, some more than others um you know some that unfortunately are a product of the times that they were created in um but i think it was a testament to just like any motherfucker that picks up any instrument and joins a band can write a fucking hit song and sing on it and play any instrument on it Mm. like that was a band where like they became a studio band because they thought people were gonna fucking kill them like yeah yeah and and then they took that and it's like well shit like we're not gonna do the album every two years we're gonna put out music whenever the fuck we want we're gonna start a record label subsidiary through capital and like we're gonna like you know ringo star is gonna fucking sing octopus's garden and that's one of the most memorable fucking songs and on one of the most memorable fucking albums on one of the most memorable fucking discographies that any fucking band has ever fucking put out that's where i'm gonna put the expletives like yeah. you know it, it's just like even though it is the white dude there, it is still any of them can fucking, any, any of us, not even any of them. I don't want the us versus them fucking like primitive no. garbage anymore. Yeah. It's just like any of us can fucking do that. Anybody can get up on a fucking stage with a microphone and it's just like, what are you going to do? Are you going to fucking sing? Are you going to fucking talk? Are you going to fucking yell? Are you not even gonna fucking use it? That's cool too. Like you've got it; it's somewhere. It's just not yours yet.
0: Yeah, it, it, yeah. You, know? you need is like within you somewhere. You just need to highlight it.
1: Oh yeah, and I'm not going to get into predestination or any of that bullshit. But yeah. you know, it's just I've been listening to Deepak Chopra, and I think it's just very outwardly apparent sometimes.
0: Yeah, man. What's uh? What's your favorite Beatles album? I'd say mine is either like rubber soul
1: or abbey road i think they're the best two for very different reasons. all right what, what, so you like so you like um finding drugs and then the product of drugs okay um, <laughs> 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 i think definitely i most of everything i know the best by the beatles is like stuff like you know, rubber sole and revolver and and on like that era where like, it's like, yes, they did start smoking weed. Yes, they did start taking LSD and stuff like that. But it's like, where the experimentation more so started to happen is like, and on, you know, and I'm definitely very much into the druggy phase of the Beatles stuff. Uh, First and foremost, I think there's definitely people that are into the rock and roll stuff, and then into the drug stuff. Um, mm. and that's just what I'm going to call it. Cause that's what it fucking is, you know, yeah, yeah. Try it up. <laughs> um, Try it up, yeah, yeah, it is. And yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I feel like it changes a lot and that's a band where it's like, that is a band with a discography that you can explore like the cure, another English band, you know, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. that I, that I fucking love and adore. Yes. I, you man. know, I fucking love the cure of so much disintegration. Let's fucking go. The only reason I started listening to disintegration was because of South Park. The, the fucking uh, Mothra versus Robert Smith episode when Kyle Bruflosky said, Disintegration is the best record ever. I was like, all right, I got to listen to this now. Yeah. Like, yeah. so thank you, South Park. <laughs> yeah. uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, uh, thank you. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's... I think right now it's Let It Be. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say just because the just the sheer brute force there was an urgency there was an intent there was a plan like they resurrected like an old old fucking song that never got love you know one after 909 um and stuff and i just think that even that in and of itself is inspiring you know because uh, one of the songs that we're going to be releasing for rationale is One of the first songs that like Joe ever showed me that we could use for this band, and one of the first songs we ever worked on. Like this was like like FBS was song one. This was like song two that hasn't seen the light of day that we've had almost completed for the past three and a half years or so. You know, like the song has been like ninety percent complete since twenty eighteen with Ryan drumming and having demoed in a, a mixed version by. Nick from the Wonder Years, like, and stuff to like test the waters with that song. Like, the the song has been in development for a while. Fucking. Um, But, you know, I see stuff like that, and then it's like, it's like, oh shit, like, I want to do stuff like that. I don't want to let songs rot in a fucking vault somewhere like man. around a hard drive somewhere like it's like yeah, fuck we that, man. Are, that, yeah yeah exactly and it's like i i see stuff like let it be and then it's like i feel like there's also like that album has a story like you know with with like all the footage that now like peter jackson's gonna be uh you know putting stuff out and editing and, and providing a cut for the world to see you know that's that's going to give that album like the love that it should be getting you know that it got Joe told me that it got remastered and I've been listening to Let It Be Naked. It got like remixed and mastered and used different sessions and taken out different stems to to show the original fucking um, vision for the yeah, album yeah. too. How like even that was perverted by like fucking literal sociopaths like Bill Spector and oh, stuff. Like, yeah, literally, man. You know, literally, yeah, <laughs> yeah I heard about him passing away in prison, so kind of fucked up.
0: Like, yeah, a, a real fucked up guy, man. A really fucked up yeah. guy. Yeah.
1: Well, um, yeah, but it's it's just like you know, so uh, it's just I think there is such a fucking beautiful story where, of course, where I'm trying to tell it, there's a fucking ambulance going down the street, so such is life, so it goes, thank you, Kurt Vonnegut. Um, yeah, we're just gonna let this pass. you don't you don't even need to edit this out yeah, even- <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just I think that it's just like, and I don't know if I am overindulging in the concept of a last hurrah, but like, that's what it was, you know, like it, there was, I feel like an effort put in there of like, look like, you know, like the fucking rooftop shit. I've been watching that a lot. You know, I've got a feeling I like my favorite track on the record, like hundred percent. I think that should be number one, top hit Beatles song, but I'm also like, you know, I just might as well be a little kitty cat at the zoo with how much I know. So like, I just think that like, it's, it's stuff that we haven't even seen yet. And that album has been out 50 years now. Yeah. Wow. 50 years. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That album came out in 1970, 51 years. Holy hell man. Yeah. Wow. That oh, album, came out, that, that album could drink the year I was born yeah jesus christ at least in america so 21 so sorry i know that we have different drinking ages <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it, yeah so yeah, yeah so that that album could have very well already developed an alcohol issue by the time i was born in europe and england
0: so we'll oh, put yeah. it that way
1: it, it for, would have- for all the Br- for, for all the, the the people i don't want to call everybody in the united kingdom brits because then i know the welsh don't like it the, the Brits, the Scots don't like the Brits. Nobody likes the Brits. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. No one in the four countries enjoys that word. Yeah, yeah never.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I got to It's just when I have a Welshman screaming at me because I accidentally called them Brit. Like I learned lesson learned. I'm just glad I did not say it to somebody that is Irish.
0: Oh fuck no, you you not ever. you never heard the what? end of it, man. Oh my god. No,
1: I know I I can hear the difference in the accent. Welsh still takes me a little while to realize that someone's accent is Welsh specifically. But like Irish, I know. You know, it's like I think I would like to think that I can est- establish like, oh, you are an Irish person, not a British person, you yeah, know.
0: Sure, man. Because well Welsh is weird, man. Because like, they have their own language in Wales as well.
1: Oh. I am aware and i I like and I, I I feel like I don't want this to be a criticism i can't I can't grasp it I cannot grasp it
0: neither can I man, man. I don't I, I live like two my sister lives in Wales um like and <laughs> I, <laughs> I I went there like last year and we went in the supermarket and then like you know the announcement on the tannoy is like all in Welsh everything's in Welsh I'm like what the fuck is going
1: on I can't I have no idea what's happening. Oh yeah, no, no, one hundred percent. That's why it's like, it's not like Latin based. So when I see something that is not Latin based, I'm like, oh god, like my brain like shuts down. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not Latin based at all. I don't even know where it comes from, man. Or like the orange. but the but the
1: characters though, for the most, I mean, like, uh, it still uses the same alphabet for a lot of it. You know? Yeah. I know that, that that Welsh has like its own like characters or characters from other types of languages possibly. I, I you know, and this is me talking out of my ass. I don't know too much about Welsh, um, but it's just yeah. I, I you know, so when you see that, it's like good God, like what what is my mouth supposed to do with this, you know?
0: Oh, that that's what I think. That's what I think. Yeah, because it's oh man, I I don't even know. Like but it's that. almost
1: ad. It's, it's well, not almost. It is admirable though to have that like. You know, it's just I like because it's like in America, you do not see too many white people with the, uh, 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 I guess, drive to, to know multiple languages, whether it is something that is like specific and and more. I don't want to call it niche, but like not as widely spoken as as Welsh or something, you know, to somebody like my mother that speaks that is fluent in both Spanish and English can definitely uh oh i think also french as well but and then can also definitely talk her way uh out of an argument in uh italian so it's just like yeah use it when you fucking need god to cash it in when she needs to yeah 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 exactly because she is someone who is well versed in latin-based languages you know yeah, you throw yeah. some kanji at my mom she's gonna say what does this mean <laughs> you know
0: yeah for sure mate yeah Exactly. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I do agree. It's it's cool to see. Yeah. Like the Welsh nationals being like bilingual like that and like accepting it and uh, not accepting it's the wrong word. Like truly embracing it and being so proud of it as well is nice to see. Well,
1: yeah, because then because then that that is something that is humanizing others also just by their own habits. You know, which I don't think, I think a lot of people in the United States take for granted that English for all intents and purposes is what the video games make it out to be in being quote unquote common, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like English in video games is just common. That's what it's called. You are speaking common, (laughs) (laughs) you know, almost as like an insult, but I want to accept that insult because it is common. Yeah, it is. It is common, man. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, you know, and I don't even know if it's meant as an insult, but I think it should be. You know.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with it being an insult. I'm like that's cool. <laughs> like no worries. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's what when 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 people who speak English and it isn't their first language they comment on how easy it is to learn and pick up, or at least at least get by in it, will be like you know, fifty percent confident. Definitely.
1: Oh yeah, and like that's the thing too is like. um and like this, depending on the language you speak, there are certain things that you can pick up on, uh, that people might be saying it, whether it's like the suffix, the prefix, like all, like you just look at the word and you can see like, this might mean this, you know, like if you know your own language well enough, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like, People here don't even know English well enough to know what like multiple like, you know, to know the difference between like homonyms and like synonyms and even antonyms, you know. So like Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. just like
0: Exactly. Yeah. So some people who don't have English as a first language know more about the actual language and the
1: Yeah, know- because we take it for granted, America number one, we assume everybody wants to be like us, so everybody should speak like us yeah and that that goes down to the language down to the accent people can't even try fucking speaking english in some places here to be like yes i have learned yes i want to communicate with you instead it's oh fuck you like you you didn't do enough homework like they are the teacher now like give like flunking them out of america (laughs) you know yeah 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 man it's like fuck that dog like fuck that (laughs) <laughs> yeah me
0: and my friend who does some of the other episodes he likes to ask people you know if they could go back to you know a part a time in music where they could attend any show what would they go to so i'm gonna ask you that
1: uh past or future past past go past Ah, uh, i don't want to do that can i do future yeah yeah go for it man uh, I want to see the fucking Wonder Years Free Throw Spanish Love Songs tour that was robbed of me before quarantine.
0: Yeah, I would love to so, see that as well. I think Spanish Love Songs are one of the best fucking new bands out there.
1: Yeah, so I want to see that tour happen, and then we can talk about when uh, and where I would like my mind to go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, I want to see, see my friends be able to... Uh, do good by the people that had faith in buying tickets to their shows and complete the transaction and stuff that was robbed of them. Yep. So it's just, I want to see that happen first. Then I can let my mind wander.
0: Yeah. That's like, that's the border we've got to hit. I agree. I would love to see that stuff happen there. Yeah. That's, that's if I could go to any gig. It would be a gig. I have a ticket to, or something that got canceled. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to go to Orlando with my girlfriend to see Circus Survive and visit her family and meet her family in person for the first time. I want to fucking go do that. Yeah. I want to buy oh. tickets to that show again, like when wow. I know it's going to happen, you yeah. know, and then go make that trip when I know it's safe. Like I want to be able to have those experiences before I can even entertain shit that I that there's no possibility for me to ever fucking experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. This, you is- know. This is such fucking real talk, Dan, mate. Yes, bro, this is sick. Yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent, yeah. man. Circus Survive was that an anniversary show they were doing? Because um, that, it's weird. Uh,
1: I want to say it was Blue Sky Noise, so don't don't take that from me. I need to have that still. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: mate. Yeah, I, fucking, I can imagine. Um, Circus Survive is weird because they're not they're a band that didn't really
1: do well in England. You know, really, they didn't. They didn't really take off too well there no nah, man like they probably what play, did they do anniversary shit over there
0: yeah but like the rooms were like 300 cap and there was probably like three or four shows
1: um, still cool though i i'd i'd travel just for that
0: yeah yeah it wasn't that that like yeah it's just not the same reception man because i know they play like no, big theaters in america there's like three four yeah people, i mean
1: right. i think i i didn't get to see them uh for on letting go when they came to Chicago.
0: um
1: because i i was helping uh i was helping a friend's band record um and i wasn't able to get off in time to go make it to that show i believe that happened at the riv which is like uh tell me if i'm wrong later at some point but i think it's around a 2200 cap venue maybe around there between 1700 to 2200 but still bigger bigger venue you know yeah 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 um for like i would say arguably their biggest and you know, their their mo- their their turning point album. You know, uh, or not that there was a turning point with that band, there that they needed a turning point. But it's just like uh, the the staple, the main staple. On um, letting go,
0: on letting go is like their like that. If that if you're going to show anyone Circus Survive, that's where you go. Surely.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like it's their yeah. Sergeant Pepper's. You know, oh, yeah, um, yeah, man, yeah, If you want to bring it back to the Beatles, but well, yeah, always. Um, yeah. You know, I went. I got to go uh, down to St. Louis to yeah, see where's that pageant
0: missouri? is it missouri that
1: is yes missouri yes st louis in yeah. missouri yeah. Well, yeah it's about a five-hour drive uh, southwest of chicago more oh, okay. or less yeah um and yeah i went and saw them there at the pageant and i know pageant can hold a ton of people especially for for a show in st louis you know that it, it's it's a very big venue you know yeah, um, and that was something where I got to see them with Turnover and Me Without You it was fucking sick and I got to hang out with some of my friends in boxing and stuff and it was just a very great trip you know oh, very sick. positive experience yeah. overall so I'm I'm glad I didn't get to fucking see it in Chicago because I still got to record that band and see that tour and hang out with my friends yeah
0: that's so sick man Lo- loads of positive fucking vibes there man loads of sick bands yeah. mentioned as well I actually and spoke- I got to yeah, meet
1: Anthony I just- at that show and he was cool as fuck he was so uh-huh. fucking cool he was so chill
0: yeah that's so sick that's so sick yeah man it's crazy circus of life playing to that many people holy fuck wow you they would never. they couldn't even
1: dream of that in this country that's dog them. that's 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 another tuesday out here you know like my i that's am like you, wow you know i mean and i've seen them do stuff like that's closer to like i because because then like we've got um in the north suburbs uh a spot called dirty Nellies that i hope is still there um, but that's like 800 cap venue and it's like, uh, you know, uh, traffic is absolutely terrible getting out of there. Good luck. Anybody from the South side that wants to go to shows there, um, right. or, or even the South suburbs, good God, like you, they might as well have a good old big old fuck you outside on the door to the, to all the people in the South suburbs. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's even like where it's so far out there. Um, where it's just like, yeah, like we'll play like a 750, 800 cap venue here. And like circus driving, it's like, Oh yes, that is the small show. Like let's fucking go people. Let's fucking go. But then afraid, when they play in Chicago, they would easily play somewhere like Metro house of blues. Concord. Yeah. yeah. Metro is legendary dog. Yes. Yeah. I, and I used to live uh, not too far from there. Uh, like I lived, I lived there like the year uh that we had made composure and like recorded it like like essentially like we went out to record composure and i had lived around there for about a month Mm -hmm. by then so i finished out that lease and got the fuck out because my uh the, the property management company tried raising that rent and i said no thank you
0: yeah yeah man fucking hell um the Metro, yeah, I do know that venue, man. I've seen it on, yeah. That's like a legendary venue in America, surely in the whole country. Well,
1: in Chicago, definitely. It's like, well, it's right across the street from Wrigley Field, you know. So it's just like you've got that, like, whatever landmark you want it to be. Uh, very conflicted uh, organization, I would say as well. But, yeah. um, you know, it, it's just like it's just wh- whether or not you like the Cubs, uh, you know, it's just like it's Metro is there. So it's like already in one of the most famous areas of the city. I mean, just behind downtown, you know, I would say that Wrigleyville is next on like the hot spots of Chicago behind just like downtown in general, you know, but
0: it's somewhere. I've never been in the world. My stepmom's sister lived there for like a decade, Chicago, but I never, yeah,
1: come on over.
0: I'd love to man. It's It's a beautiful
1: city. Yeah, Chicago my- has a, a lot of incredible uh, and diverse groups of people. Like it's just a ton ton of everything here in Chicago.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see it,
1: man. Definitely.
0: Um, it's it's weird though when you talk about Circus Survive and their popularity on either side of you know my country and yours. Oh man. yeah,
1: America fucking loves them. Uh, I mean, I would think that they are one of America's treasures in the uh, emo, indie, experimental, whatever the fuck you want to call it scene.
0: Yeah, because it's like, like, there's there's a few British bands, not many, but like, who do you, do you know? Do you know the band Funeral for a Friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're a band that I said th- don't. Thing didn't never really took off in the states, man. But they're like they they're doing like a reunion tour that's booked for next year, and it's like every every venue's like three four thousand people, and they're doing they're doing like twenty shows. It's oh like- yeah,
1: there's plenty of that. You had Alexis on fire too, that was killing it worldwide, but went to the states, and everybody in the states is is just too just up their own assholes to even see the fucking diamond hands right in front of them.
0: Yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. Alexis on fire. Not yeah. in America. Like what? It's like, it, that, that is something possible.
1: that is something where you see, you see, uh, Alex on fire headline, like a 400 cap. I think Lincoln halls around 400 cap. I could be yeah. wrong. And then they go fucking play Brixton Academy which in is like, London. He's like 5,000 people. Yeah. Yes, like, yes. We played like there with Night Deep. It is a terrifying space, yeah. <laughs> truly yeah. terrifying space.
0: Yeah, Brixton's like uh, such a such a, a a milestone in this country to play because it's like it's like oh the, yeah, it's like if you can play when you play Brixton, that's like the biggest venue before you play an arena. It's like it's like the biggest. Oh like, yeah, it's like the biggest kind of like theater venue. I would call it if that's the right terminology. Yeah. yeah, I it's
1: was a, super curious when we played there to like just go around the space like just get like just inside the venue outside the venue like take it in just be like fuck yeah. you know because it's like i it's just odd to think that like i've gotten to play at brixton i've gotten to play at manchester academy i've gotten to play at fucking wembley you know like and it's like <laughs> yeah. i don't necessarily swing that uh metaphorical industry phallus around too much but like it's just like it's odd to think that it's like, shit, like, Alexis on Fire played here, and they headline here, and it's like, holy fuck, like, that's crazy, and they sell it out, and it's, like, probably the best fucking night of the year, you know, like, there, yeah. I would think, and then, like, you know, and then, like, I saw them 2006 supporting Seosin um at the House of Blues with, like, Norma Jean and The Bled, and stuff, and it's, like, you know, it couldn't be any more different, but it's just, like, people were still circle-pitting, people were still fucking moshing, you know, it's, like, Chris Chris Conley taught me the best when he said, "Hey man, like, you know, I put my vibe goggles on, and whoever's fucking vibing, that's who I'm fucking seeing, and that's who I'm fucking chilling with, and that's who I'm fucking playing for. You know, I don't fucking care if I'm at Wembley or I'm at the fucking underground in Camden, which we did back to back. So that juxtaposition really fucks you up.
0: So you played Um, like twelve thousand people one night and five hundred the other, literally. Yeah."
1: Yes. Yes. Day back to back days. Yes. One day Wembley, the next day Camden underground. So it's yeah. just, you know, my, my life is in multiples of two starting with bipolar disorder. So it's just everything else is in that, whether it be in twos, four, six, eight, tens, or so on and so forth. It's just yeah. kind of fucked up the things that you notice when uh, just life happens
0: yo that was fucking so nice to talk to you man i'd love
1: to do this again oh yeah hell yeah let's do it i'm here for it enjoy the rest of your day have a kick-ass weekend or no night it's nighttime. it's 9 30 over there so let's go yeah man
0: you have a, are you have having having a pint a, for me yeah oh my bloody will don't don't worry <laughs> <laughs> all right have a good one yeah mate you too take care dan all the best mate i'll be in touch
1: hell yeah looking forward to it see you bud
0: see you man bye bye